Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Saturday right here on 610 Sports Radio. It's been a minute. I'm going to reintroduce myself. It's Jillian Carroll here, of course, with my guy, Chris Onocero. And, of course, in the booth, Julio Sanchez. Boys, haven't seen you in a minute. How we been? I've been all right. Uh, I've been keeping busy here doing all these Royals games during the weekends and uh, not being able to do a show because the uh, Kansas State games have been preempting us. The combination, it's a combination of Kansas State football. They're they're actually performing really well right now. Right, we're letting that go right now. <laughs> and and uh, Kansas City Royals games, that combination there would leave us maybe 30 minutes to do a show, which is not worth our time to, like, come in here and then do 30 minutes of radio before we have to then jump into Royals coverage. It's just a little awkward there. So we haven't <laughs> had the opportunity to do a show for the last month. I think over a month, maybe. Knock yeah, some of this rust off. A little off. bit over a month. Yeah, I'm, I was. Yeah, I was. I was feeling rusty. I was feeling a little nervous. I'm like, oh, well, I don't. This is different for me now because last month I've just been doing nothing. I was just sitting there watching college football on television. So, which isn't bad. Which I mean, I'm happy football's back. I'm However, really happy football's back. Things have changed. I'm now sitting across from Unocero, uh, the samurai version. We have lost the patty cakes haircut, and we are Which now. Which I told y'all we wasn't. We are now rocking a samurai. That's not what I was going for, but y'all insisted I was trying to be the next it's Patrick okay. Mahomes. It's okay. You can look up to Mahomes. Many I, people I like do, him, but I don't need to copy his hair. But you did though. I did not. <laughs> see, the ponytail gives him five extra horsepower. See, here's what <laughs> happened: is I was trying to get to this point from the beginning, and. Then and Patrick Mahomes came to me, and I'm, then I'm going. I told y'all I'm going for the Gareth Bale. <laughs> Ponies, the little, the little bun he's got, Gareth Bell. You can Google him if you don't. You have a soccer. man bun. You officially have a man bun. Yeah, yeah he yeah. does. I, I don't have, I don't have Gareth Bale's man bun. Not yet. I'm but working it's on, on the way. it right now, and so I'm trying to grow it out, and eventually Why? we'll get to the Gareth Bale level, and it's going to be dope as bleak. But I think you just need to embrace the fact that you went the Mahomes route first. I didn't go that way first. Don't be ashamed. The I man is the not, MVP. That was not the intentional. Man. That was just how my hair is because my hair is naturally curly. And now that I'm wearing it long and I've got it in a bun, now it's completely different. But this is just part of the process. I walk in today, I'm like, whoa, hey. Yeah, so I mean, you, you have seen him. I haven't seen him in like a month, so or maybe even more. Yeah, I was been, very it's, it's been over a month, and, and Julio hasn't seen me in like, I don't know, three weeks. Because we did a show solo before we had our, our hiatus. So <laughs> this is our fall debut now. For live and local here on 610 Sports On Radio. a gorgeous fall day, we might add. Uh, it's, not, it's not technically fall. <laughs> not sure I quite use those fall, terms, I think is the, is, uh, I think fall starts on Monday. Monday, but 23rd, it's, first it's day pretty fall. But mu- it's pretty much like fall. This is uh, miserable outside. It is wet. 
and uh, people don't know how to drive when it gets wet out wet outside. I did not enjoy my drive here, so uh, I hopefully it dries up on my drive home because otherwise I'm going to have to drive the highways in Kansas when it's raining. And the highways in Kansas in general are not very good. No, it's no fun. And when they get wet, it's worse because people don't know how to drive. When it's dry and when it's wet, it just is amplified when there's any type yes. of precipitation yeah. or, or really anything. Snow. Or when oh, when there's snow and oh. forget it, snow in Kansas, like the roads are fine. Because- Unless someone gets you new tires, like Jillian. Yeah, I mean, listen, the listeners are great people. Okay. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of that, I need to get new tires on my Jeep. So Jillian, if you could, uh, you just know, start, work your magic, start making your plea, bro. You work your magic. <laughs> We can work your magic. Okay, we can work a trade off. I bought my own four tires. Thank you very we can much. We work a trade off, and I get some new tires because those, those Jeep tires are like four hundred dollars, like over four hundred dollars. You're gonna need them before the winter comes. Yeah, they're uh, they're getting a little close there. No, well, it's been a month that we certainly miss being here. Julio, everything good? Any big changes in the world in this past month for you? Just living the dream, Joe. <laughs> Just living the dream. Isn't that like what everyone says when they don't have anything to actually say? Like, because I living don't. the dream, bruh. Someone's dream. It's I'm not just mine. Living the dream. Like, I, that's that's literally the answer that everyone says when they want to like have a cool answer, but they don't have anything to say. Just trying to be like a little sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. Like whenever you like, if you go like to a family get together and you haven't seen your family in a while, and they're like. So Julio, how you been doing? He's like just living a dream. Like that's that's the answer you give when you not enough don't time actually. in the day for me to actually answer that question. So but we're it's just also, gonna. It's also one of those things where you're like, well, geez, I don't have like really great news to share. So well, no one really like, wants uh... to hear anyways. I think that's just one of those formalities when you ask someone. <laughs> that's that. not always true. Sometimes really they want to know. know about how your life is going on because they care about it. No, Chris, no. Like if I ask that question, then yeah, you're right. But like if like someone else that like. Is like really interested in how you're doing? Ask that question. They Which is most cared. times not the case. But that's not always. I true. digress. Julio, I certainly cared. That's why I asked. Yeah, I think Julia was genuine. Face liar, Julia. I, right I think she was genuine when <laughs> she asked that question. That I think she was genuine when she Noted, asked that question. Noted, sir. Won't ask you again. <laughs> Moving forward. I heard, you heard Julia's feelings. We've been on the air Ouch. for less than six minutes, and you have already heard her feelings. And I even said your name right today. She said it right. She said she was going to say your name right before we went on the air. I practiced. How do you repay her? I'll find a way, I'm sure. I'll yeah. get her some new tires or something. It's fine. I'm good on that She's note. good on tires. Give me some new tires. <laughs> give me some new tires, and she can be the proxy for that. Pass. Like, have give, buy her some Jeep tires, and then she can donate them to me. Don't listen to this, man. We have uh, not a lot going on in our personal lives, but in the world of sports and the world of Kansas City, so much happening that we could probably spend, I don't know, three hours. Four hours. Maybe even five four hours. or five and, and not get to it all. But certainly we have some big things to talk about. Um, big highlights of the week. Obviously, the 2019 home opener at Arrowhead Stadium tomorrow. Obviously, Baltimore in town to take on our red and gold. Uh, KU football, two... <laughs> Two games, two, two wins. They won two games. Look one at has When is the last time that happened? We will get to that. We definitely want to hear you guys' thoughts oh, on that. It had also, to be the Mangino days, wasn't it? I'm not I'm not certain when the last – like, they've had two wins in a season recently. But not I don't, to start But not this early. Like, usually it's like they win one game early on, maybe like week one against a team you've never heard of. And then like a fluke later. Yeah, like they'll, <laughs> yeah, they'll beat like a, you know, like maybe they'll beat like a TCU or something later in the season because their their season's done. They maybe already lost too many games. And so they're like not motivated because it's November or whatever. Yeah, no, usually it doesn't happen like this. And they beat the mess out of, uh, out of uh, Boston College. 
in Boston, might I add. So that was surprising here. So uh, I know that Julio over there, he's patting himself on the back, looking at uh, at his KU football team. He, but do you think they make a bowl game, Julio? I mean, let's Ooh. let's not get out of here. Do you think they make a bowl game here. this year? Is right, it that on. good of a start? I don't they, know. I'll take three or four wins this year. Their West Virginia game is going to start here at three thirty. If they win that game, that's got to give you some hope that they're going they're going to make a bowl game, right? But this is going to be a sloppy, rainy, nasty game. Yeah. But like you know, that, those games that should, could go either way. But that, that should give you some. I mean, they don't have a really good quarterback anyway, so they're going to be running the football. Like that should, This is perfect weather for the the type of game that they're going to want to play. Yeah, like you know, that, defense. So what is going to happen if KU goes three and zero to start the season? Well, it, I think it'd be three and one. Like it would be three and one. Like three but that one. would be one. like that would give With you some three. confidence. Like you can maybe get three more wins. Maybe it's I progress. Mean, it's progress. They, Depends on how they look when they win. I don't want just some sloppy. Go- I mean, a win's a win. I mean, it's going to be sloppy. But I want to see progress It's going to be well. sloppy. Let's be honest. It's going to be sloppy. I mean, the, the Boston College win, I mean, they looked legit. Yeah, but, like, that was, to me, an outlier. If they win six games this year, <laughs> it's going to be sloppy. Like, those five of those wins are going to be sloppy I mean, if they win six wins. games, I'll take it how I can get it. I think Lawrence <laughs> will uh, burn down if they win six games. We want Bama. <laughs> There will be. We want Bama a chance. Definitely oh, some goalposts going in the pond. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, they who they beat uh, a few years ago, and then, then yeah, they were doing the we want Bama chant. They tore down the goalposts, and they had all the signs. It was. I think it was. A, it might have been TCU. I think that was a TCU. I think that was TCU when they beat them in Lawrence, and then they were like, yeah, we want Bama. Like, yeah, no, I, or maybe it was Iowa State. It was one of those two teams, and like, yeah, that Kansas fans be getting Brody when they win one game, so. They might, you might actually have a case that they could be bowl eligible. No, that's your, if you get, they reel win. it back in, Chris. Reel it, back in. Just saying, reel it back in. I'm just, I'm just. Look, we took a week, a month off. He's, he's nothing yes, straight this right is what, This <laughs> is what he comes back I've with. been sitting on this. I've been sitting on this for the last few weeks. But they might have a chance. And you should have some hope well, that they got a chance if they win today. And a team that is going 3-0 unbeaten is not a foreign concept to them necessarily. K-State. Also unbeaten at three and zero, playing at six p.m. Um, Actually, no, they're not playing this week. They're not playing. I, I wrote that wrong. You did write that, yeah, and I yeah. just read it. <laughs> My bad. I, I texted this back before, and I thought, <laughs> I thought that they were playing, and then he corrected me, and I forgot to take it off the rundown. What's going on here? All the things. It's it's Russ because we haven't we haven't done a show. <laughs> All a the things are happening it's right so now. Russ. But yeah, K State is playing really well right now. They got a win last week uh, down. In Mississippi against the Bulldogs, there, beat Mississippi down. State. They beat. It wasn't a beat down. It was a seven point win. They controlled, but they controlled that game. Yeah, that game was close though. That game was close, and they got a they got a touchdown late to win. Like, but they they might be legit. Like, they should probably be ranked. Like, you would think after you go to an SEC team and you beat them in their place, especially after they. I think last year. I think it. I think it was last year when Mississippi State went into Manhattan and beat the mess out of them last year. Like that. That's a good win there for them to go out there and beat an SEC team on the road. And, you know, thus far they're looking really good. I, I think they should be ranked, you know, 25-24. We'll see, I suppose. And then we hear from Tony G. He hopped on Show and Vern trying to redeem himself. Yeah, he. Uh, which Chris will never no. go with. This is uh, this we is want to hear your thoughts. We want to hear your thoughts on this This is one. audio courtesy of, uh, of Show and Vern. I think this was from yesterday. I know it was, it was from Thursday. They had him on. And here's Tony G talking about his love for Kansas City. There is so much love I have for Kansas City. For them to ever think that I didn't, uh, I think it's ridiculous. But the people that know, know um, I will always be a Kansas City Chief. 
if I did have to pick, which thank God I didn't have to, uh, if I did have to pick to go into Hall of Fame uh, as, a, as a player for a team, it would have been a no-brainer. It would have been Kansas City. That's where I grew up. Look, there are some people in this city that want to believe that Tony Gonzalez doesn't hate Kansas City. But he doesn't. He hates Kansas City. Let's just be honest. I don't know why you say it like that, though. He hates Kansas City. I don't think he hates Kansas City. He said that his career was made with the Falcons, and he won. How many more playoff games did he win in Atlanta than he won here in Kansas City, Julio? It was like two. One. It was one? It was one. He had one playoff win in his time in Atlanta. It's five years in Atlanta, four playoff berths, one playoff win. But you can't tell me. here. You can't tell me that statement. Equates to I hate Kansas City. That's pretty much I hate Kansas City. You well, you're saying saying that it made your right career. Yeah. Five of the seventeen hater. years you spent in Atlanta, and you said that made your career. Like he didn't have a Hall of Fame career before he went down to the dirty South. I don't believe that for a second. He hates Kansas City. He's been shading us for years, and he uh, he lied over the air to uh, to to show and Vern, and they sounded pretty it. sincere. They fell to me. for it too. He's they calling the man a liar because he said. Something Say made his, his career. Nothing about the they, team. Nothing about his time here. Too. They believed him. I think if you asked, if you lined up 10 Kansas City Chiefs fans and said, all of you, how do you feel about Tony G? I think eight out of 10 of them will say, we love him. We will always love him. I mean, I like him, but like, he hates Kansas City. So. And I believe that eight out of 10 of them would disagree with your statement that Tony G hates Kansas City. It doesn't matter. They're, they're, they're living in their own fantasy world. <laughs> they're living in their own fantasy world. That's more world. your case. No, buddy. it's not my case. They live in their own fantasy world where it's all good, even though he's dissing our city. Like I said, I will not forgive Tony Gonzalez until he comes in here. In what the, in what'd you the, say? Bring a pizza? Brown and, no, Brown and Krupa Studios, bring a presidential platter from Gates, <laughs> or you could buy a couple pounds of burn-ins from, uh, from Oklahoma Joe's. You're in the head if you think that's if ever going to happen. If you get a couple pounds of burn-ins from Oklahoma Joe's, I will forgive you. He cares what you think that much. Interview. He has to give us a 30-minute <laughs> interview in person in the studio. It gets so, better. So, yeah, no, this, these are my demands, and until he meets these demands, he will not be forgiven by Chris Unocero. Well, or the I'm, people that believe... Just like me, that he hates Kansas City. Well, I'm sure he's running to get that platter he needs and to, is on his way he, he, he here needs right to now. Fly out from Los Angeles <laughs> after this week, after this show. He needs to come up here next Saturday. We might have a show. I think. I don't know what the Kansas <laughs> you, State schedule you never is. Never know around here. But we'll, we'll find out because their their schedule, as far as I know, is TBD. And whenever that happens, then he needs to fly out here and bring a presidential platter or two pounds of burn-ins from Oklahoma Joe's. And uh, then talk to us for 30 minutes, and then we're going to rehab him. We're going to do a, an intervention, and we're going to get that love for Kansas City out of him. Hate to break your heart. Pretty much can guarantee that's not going to happen. However, Probably not, but a man can hope. <laughs> well, stay tuned. When we come back, we want to know what you think about the new decorations on the Arrowhead on the field at Arrowhead Stadium for this weekend's game tomorrow. back it's overtime i'm jillian carroll joined here with chris unocero and of course julio sanchez and as we mentioned right before the break the kansas city chiefs are turning back the clocks and going retro in celebration of the 60th season and of course the nfl's 100th season the chiefs are hosting the ravens for the home opener and the field is going to look amazing so they're going with the retro look featuring the gold end zones and 
as much as I love that and I love the retro feel, the helmet in the center of the field of the 50, I just don't know. Like It's, it's too small. It's small. It's way and too small. I, as you know, I spent six years cheering for the Chiefs. And so for six years, I danced on that arrowhead. And that was the some of the most best memories I have. So it not being there is so strange for me. And so... I love the retro look. Don't get me wrong. I just, I don't know how I feel about that helmet. What do you think? Here's the thing. I think the Chiefs should wear like the old, like those Dallas Texans uniforms that they wore. I think that would be cool. Back that they wore when they did like the, what was it? The 50th anniversary, the AFL or whatever it was like Mm -hmm. a decade ago. Mm -hmm. Like, I think they should wear those. (laughs) I don't really like the field. I, I love the golden zone. I don't like the golden zone. I it think it just, brings some color. The problem is, is I don't, I, to me, I've never liked featuring too much of that yellow on the uniforms. Like you see like people that have like the gold Chiefs jerseys or whatever. Yeah. Looks tacky. I'm not it looks a fan very of tacky. So I don't, I just don't like that because it's like a trim color. It's like when you have too much yellow, it's like, it's, it's there. Yeah. is there. You don't, you don't miss it. And it doesn't look good to me. I just, the, I, I mean, if you want to go red end zone. Cool. You know, you want to use red end zone with like the old logo or whatnot. That's cool. I, I don't like that. And I definitely don't like the little helmet in the middle because it, it looked, it, it doesn't look proportionate, you know? It just looks so much smaller. Yeah, because it's really like small. Like to. if it was big, like, okay, whatever. But like it's really small and it looks a little, I mean, it's just like really old fashioned. Like it looked like somebody like misjudged how big they <laughs> needed to make it. And so they made it way too small. And they're like, oh, damn. But who knows with the rain? I mean, I'm sure they'll keep it up to the best they can. But who knows if we'll see it? I'm sure it doesn't get past a quarter. You know, I'm sure after maybe a sloppy game. Maybe it gets to halftime. But, but this- it'll be like, like after halftime. Because it's going to be like, it's going to be wet. It's going to be muddy. And probably after halftime, it's going to be just a big oh, mosh mess. pit there yeah. in the middle but of the field. This brings up a cool point for me as far as just being a Chiefs fan and having Lamar Hunt as the founder of the AFL and had such an impact on the game of football that I don't think people really even think about. So honestly, putting the names on the back of player jerseys was something that Lamar Hunt brought to the NFL. Putting the any type of decoration on the field was something Lamar Hunt brought to the NFL. So the end zones, the 50-yard line. And it's so cool to me to see that it's still, it's just what we know now. But that sprouted, and that's part of NFL football or just football in general because of the guy who started our team. So I just think it, like, brings it back as far as celebrating 60 years and thinking about Lamar Hunt and kind of the visionary that he was. It's just we wouldn't know the game of football today without his impact. And I don't know. It's cool to just stop and think through that. So it's really cool to see the retro look. I just – I'm with you on the helmet. I wish you were a little larger. And I just love the arrowhead so much. Just do the arrowhead. Just do the big arrowhead. I think it's iconic, and I just – I don't like that yellow on the end zone. It just doesn't look good to me. Cause I think it'll look cool, though, because, you know, the sea of red, everybody's in their red. That's why you should it'll just have just a red It'll just bring some zone. color. That's why you should have a red end zone. I don't it, know if red would pop the off the green as much as the yellow would. You know? I don't need it to pop off. the Like, because usually they don't <laughs> color the background. Usually they just have the chiefs right. in red across, right. and then they have the rest <laughs> of it just regular gra- uh, grass color. So, like, that to me, I think they should just, just if you're going to pop the color off, just do red there. It's perfectly fine. You don't need to. You don't need to overthink this here and put a bunch of yellow on the field because it's gonna be like it's gonna be like the Chiefs are. They'll probably score a few touchdowns. You know, I'm, oh, I'm guessing a few per touchdowns. Quarter, a couple per quarter yeah, would be probably, nice. We'll uh, see. Emulate nice. that second quarter last be, game. Yeah, that'd be pretty crazy if they did a, a couple per quarter. That'd be uh, 
some, some world record type stuff. But well, yeah, if they if they scored a few touchdowns, it's gonna be a little annoying looking at the ugly ass yellow red yellow end zone. <laughs> Hit us up on the text line. We want to know what you think about the retro look. I'm sure you've all seen photos. If not, we can get some out on Twitter right now. You can follow me at Jillian Thomas22. You can follow Chris at Cero to sixty. C E R O T O six. Been that long, Jillian? I know. And Julio yeah, Sanchez, we can thing. follow you. She was at... waiting for that assist. The Julio Sanchez. <laughs> Sanch, Sanch, Sanch. Uh, no, we want to know what you, th- what you think about it. So hit us up on the Protein House Eat with a Purpose text line six nine three zero six. Of course, the retro field is just one piece of this weekend's game. So yeah, obviously, yeah. the Ravens coming to town. I think back to the Ravens game that I remember was twenty ten. They came in for the AFC Wild Card. It was my rookie season. They I don't came, remember that game. They came in and crushed us. They uh, legitimately they, they thirty beat the to mess seven. Out of them. It was like was twenty okay. degrees. It was everybody wanted to go home. We wanted it to be over. <laughs> it was. It I was wanted rough. that game to be over at halftime because of Mad Castle. It was very, very terrible. I think they, I think they went thirteen points to our zero in the second quarter, and it, it was, was just an absolute. It was embarrassing. It was rough, and it was freezing, so we were dying. Yeah, yeah. actually, I want. I want to know a little bit more about this, Jillian. How was it being a cheerleader in that cold weather like yeah, that? Yeah, wearing so no clothes. How do y'all survive? No, yes. they tell me. I've we wear clothes, okay? They wear the... the we no, got layers the, on layers on layers. In the right? cold games, they wear like the jumpsuits or whatever. We have they don't, so they many don't wear the skirts tips the and tricks games. that you would be wilding out about. So first of all, we wrap our feet in plastic. Then we put plastic. the sock over. Sounds miserable. No, this, because no, the minute that your feet get wet... It's oh, yeah. over. Freezes. It's yeah. over. And so you put them in plastic, then you put the sock on, then you got one more plastic just in case. So you you go sock, you go plastic under the sock. It's like that, a sandwich. See, this is a this is and then you go plastic over the you sock. You go plastic on skin, sock over the plastic. Really? One more plastic. And honestly, we had so many nurses on or medical professionals on the squad that they would bring us the medical gloves. Oh really? Oh, those are the best. They were solid. They yeah, were we like need to, gold. We, we need because like I've been to cold games at Arrowhead where it's like you know single digits or teens or whatever or below, and like people will put like the the hand warmers or whatever in their oh, in yeah. their in their uh, shoes or whatever, and it doesn't work. So I was I never work. did this, but a lot of my teammates would li- literally put it put them on like a heat pack on their back or on their chest. Yeah, or, yeah. I didn't do all that, but. I mean that was one of the other tricks. But you just got to layer up, right? You just got to layer up, protect your feet. That's the biggest things. But yeah, the feet are the that's the like the feet and the hands are like the worst part about being in the cold because and, and it gets to your feet first before it gets to your and hands. then once it gets your feet, I'm telling it's you, done. it's over. You're it's over. over. <laughs> yeah, you're dying. You're dying. And I, I went to the Chiefs Colts game in 2013 at Arrowhead, mm-hmm. and I was miserable. It had <laughs> snowed the day before. And it was it had frozen over, and so it was a mess. And then it started snowing that morning. Oh yeah! And it was it was a pain getting in there, and uh, I absolutely hated. It. And I was like, never again. Uh, I'm not going to a cold weather game ever again unless I'm in the press box. But to answer your question, those are the toughest games because everyone else is cold. And then when you're losing thirty to seven, it's hard. You're the one that's supposed to keep positive right yeah but Chiefs fans will be fine this weather tomorrow is going to be more rough I believe and more of an impact on the fans than the game I really don't see it changing the game too much I mean as long as the wind stays down I would think so because like today because I was thinking about this yesterday at work I was like I was like, you know, like with the the advancement in technology that we have with these gloves, where guys can just catch it with one, right, hand, one hand and and it just sticks on because whatever material they put on the inside of those gloves is like real. It, I mean, it it's I don't know if it's like really fancy leather or whatever they put <laughs> on there, but like it it sticks. So like these guys now, like even if you have like a wet ball, 
Like, it's not going to slip as much because of whatever is on these gloves now. And so, like, you know, you think about it, it's like, and last year the Chiefs played in some rough weather games. I know that they played against uh, Jacksonville at Arrowhead. And it, it was every down. It was, a, it was almost like a hurricane. And it was a mess. And yet they, they, you know, Mahomes was still able to make some big throws. And, you know, they scored, I think, 30 points on them. It wasn't like offensively it wasn't their best game, but – it was. I mean, you were also playing a good defense with the in the Jags defense, and yet they still were able to put up. I think it was twenty three from the offense because I think they got seven from uh, from Chris Jones. So like, yeah, like I would think that offensively they wouldn't be too hampered. And uh, I'll tell you this though, like this will be big for the running game, I think, because if if that water starts accumulating, if there's like mud on the field and whatnot, you're gonna see guys slipping out there. And if you see, like, if if Lamar Jackson's out there and he's slipping on that mud or whatever, trying to get out of the pocket and, you know, trying to start stop out there in the pocket, trying to get away from pressure, it's going to be a long day for him. Because, right. like, I, I, I think that's probably one of the things that you're going to have to think about is is the, the start-stop mobility of guys like like uh, like Lamar Jackson, who is, I think, going to have to run the football. But I he, and we all know he likes to do that. I think yeah. he will be looking he's, for he's the opportunity. To. And I would yeah. expect that Spags is going to dial up a lot of blitzes for him. Yeah. So he's going to try to keep him from running. But if he, you know, if Jackson ends up running, if he ends up going into some awkward positions trying to dodge the rush and get out of the pocket, he might be slipping and falling. Because I, I, I do think that you know once you once you get all the the water accumulating on the field later on in the game and whatnot. Is going to be a mess out there, right? And it's supposed to rain from the beginning, yeah. so yeah, I, it's definitely going to be wet out there. It's not going to be the same impact that it would have had on football, like you know, 10, 20 years ago. And they do have like irrigation systems on oh, the fields, yeah. so you know, some of that water does 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 uh, does you know trickle out. But still, it, you know, it'll get me- it'll get messy out there, and and it's not going to be fun for people to play on because it's going to get. That's this is the reason why I think every team's got to get a dome. I think. Yeah, this is um, obviously home opener. I'm disappointed that we will not get to see our typical game opening. Opening ceremonies will be different. Yeah, no more fireworks. No more fireworks. Well, it's a temporary ban. But, yeah, no more fireworks because whoever it was at the the Titans, they they set the field on fire. You let the whole team down. You let the whole league down, bro. And honestly, again, back to my cheering days in those frozen games. When that fire came, we were all. Oh, like, you loved it. Yeah. You guys were like, you guys like huddled within safe distance from those. Literally, that shot the fireballs. It was so warm. We were like, oh, do it again, do it again. <laughs> like, it was always got to be one that ruins it for everyone else. I oh, know. Yeah. Hopefully, this will be temporary. It's as only you temporary. It's only temporary because they like try to got to try to figure out who bleeped it up, and then they're like, fire, you're fired, and then let's never do what that person did again. So I think. You know, maybe two, three weeks, we'll get some fireworks again. Hopefully, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, with the rain, they probably wouldn't have done it anyway, to be very probably honest. Probably not. With, However, so it doesn't really matter. But I, I do think that, I, I, I mean, they didn't say outright it's gone forever. Right. Because I, I think they understand it's like a, an important part of the fan experience. No, it's fun. And the presentation. Yeah. And people you know? are loving it. So, yeah, I, I think you, you kind of have to. But, yeah, it, it is kind of a mess. When he, that was funny seeing that seeing the all that burnt grass there. I was like, oh my goodness! Titans can't do anything right. Not what we need during the game. But let's go to break here. When we come back, we're going to hear from the Ravens uh, a little bit about what they think with this Lamar and Patrick matchup. Don't go anywhere. More overtime coming up next.
Urban Studios here for Overtime on a 6-10 Saturday. We're live and local all day. Started with BK at, what time does he start? Like 9? 10 o'clock in the morning. And He goes until noon. 9 to noon and Dusty. 10 to noon. (laughs) 10 to noon. 10 to noon. Dusty Likens and Nick Price hopped in the booth after that. Yeah. Um, and of course, now you're with us. We're excited you're, being, you're listening, and we are uh, now talking the actual matchup. Yeah. We so are, uh, the, the Ravens on Twitter released this uh, this very well produced hype video. Very to, well produced. Trying to convince their fans. <laughs> Put a lot of work into that. Trying to convince their fans that they can beat the Chiefs on Sunday. Here it is. No one fears the guy in the perfect uniform. Fear comes from the things they don't see coming. The chip on the shoulder, the bite of the dog, the roar of the engine, the speed, the power. Nobody has seen what we do in the dark, but they will, because our passion is in the details, and everyone feels safe in their home until the beast pulls up. First off, that guy has a great voice. That was a professional voice. He's got actor. a great voice. I'm jealous of his voice. That dude. I, yeah. I, I didn't think it. so at all. I thought he has a good voice, but I didn't feel moved at all. Well, I thought it was kind of boring. It's because you're you're a Chiefs fan. I'm the biggest so. Chiefs fan there is, and I think that that was a very well done voice, mood, tone. Yeah, I thought I want it was more very good. Out of that. No, I like, I like. He it. was trying to be like the dark. He was trying to be cool. Sort yeah, of he was going. Yeah, he was going for that dark feel. Unleash like, the beast. Yeah. I can't do that. He was. He was, <laughs> he was trying to be mysterious. <laughs> he was trying to like, you know, he was. He was trying to be introspective here. You know, but he was he trying to convince, in. as you mentioned earlier, yeah, convince their fan base that they can beat the Chiefs. We got this. Yeah, and so now this has become like a really big matchup here, where uh, people are trying to make this out to be Patrick Mahomes. Versus Lamar Jackson. Nah, and here is Lamar Jackson talking about that very narrative. Nah, it's Ravens versus Chiefs. You know, I don't really look at it like I'm competing against him. I'm competing against his defense, if anything. Uh, I depend on my defense, you know, to do a great job of stopping him. And my job is to score points. So that, that's what I'm going to do. That is a courtesy of BaltimoreRavens.com. Uh, I don't like whenever we do the uh, the quarterback versus quarterback thing. because Yeah, like, QB1 versus QB1. Yeah, because yeah, it's like. We did this with like Brady versus Manning, and it's like this isn't the NBA where like you can see, like the players can directly face off. You can see you know, LeBron and Kevin Durant go one on one. Yeah, exactly. A game. They go right at yeah, them. You yeah, can exactly. see them go one on one, and you can see LeBron quit at the end of Game One in the finals, <laughs> and then Kevin Durant jays in his face and wins Game One. Right. Um, you can see that happen, and. You can't see, like, Lamar Jackson's not out there playing safety trying to pick off passes from right. Mahomes. They're not deep. on the field at the same yeah. time. Yeah, so it's not the same thing. And whenever we did the Brady versus Manning thing, is like, how about you just do Brady versus the defense that Peyton Manning has on his team or Manning versus the defense that Brady has on his team? Because it's not the same thing. And we always, tr- we, like, we've been trying for a long time to create this quarterback versus quarterback matchup, much in the same way we do with, like, the NBA and whatnot. And it's not the same. He even tried to deflect it. Yeah. He was even like, if anything, it's me versus their defense. Yeah. yeah. But also, he's probably a little bit scared about being compared to the MVP, right? He's scared? He'd, he'd probably be a little more confident Why being paired, be compared to a defense versus another QB, right? Especially this one. I mean, if I were a Ravens fan... I could understand. I don't think Lamar Jackson is afraid of. Okay, maybe not scared, but maybe more. I don't know. I think he's he's right. First of all, I think he's accurate with saying it's not me versus him. 
It's me versus their defense. But it's funny. I mean, like you said, we're trying to society or whoever you want to say is trying to make it this QB1 versus QB1. And I think we're trying to like, we're trying to rush to create these rivalries when like Lamar Jackson's only in his second year as a starter. And like last year, there were a lot of question marks about his ability to throw the football. And he's been really, really good this year with throwing the football which is is nice for someone who's paid to throw the football, but it's not something that is generally, uh, it's not something that he has shown that he's he's consistently good at. And so there are some legitimate question marks about him. And I think people are jumping to conclusions about his abilities because of a couple of good games. And it's like, you know, like even after Mahomes had those 10 touchdowns in the first two weeks of last season, mm-hmm. I was like, let me see what he what he's doing when he's you know week seven week eight and he's had a few games in and he's faced different defenses different styles like you know the to me the Denver game was like really great growth for him in week three because he did not play that well in the first in the first half and then the second half he went out there and made those amazing plays and then I was like okay yeah this guy's it he's the goat like that to me is really what we need to we need to look at with these quarterbacks is like people tried to anoint Baker Mayfield as like a legitimate MVP candidate and then he was trash week 1 against the Titans. <laughs> so like can we wait on these guys first before we try to create the next big rivalry or whatever? Like let's let's wait till Baker Mayfield stops throwing pick sixes against the Titans and let's wait till Lamar Jackson has like a good month, two months of playing really good football because, you know, Week one, he played the Dolphins, and the Dolphins are a they're a college football team that is happening to play in the NFL. And, you know, they played the Cardinals week two. I mean, the Cardinals picked number one in the draft this year. Let's hold off before we start anointing Lamar Jackson as <laughs> the next rival for the GOAT, Patrick Mahomes, because we don't know enough to have confidence. If he plays like trash this week and they just run the football because he can't throw it, well, then all of a sudden now that narrative changes and all that stuff we talked about, about this being the next potential Brady Brady and Manning uh, rivalry, like all of a sudden now that goes out the window if he has a really bad game this week. There are a lot of comparisons. There are the stats to back up this, hey, we're going to create this rivalry, both over 700 yards, 71% completion, seven touchdowns top three in the league with over 10 yards per attempt. There are so many stats that back it up. Mm-hmm. However, like you said, it's two games. <laughs> two games. <laughs> What's the sample size and here? He what was, are we talking about? And he was not a passer last year. <laughs> he was a running back last year. He was, a, they were essentially running the wildcat last year. Right. So uh, let's, I mean, they when last year in against the chiefs at the end of that game, and when they needed to go out and get a, get a touchdown in order to, to, to try and win that game against the chiefs. They brought in Robert Griffin the third when they needed someone to heave the ball down the field on fourth down. If that tells you what they thought about him as a passer, if there's anything that tells you what they think about him as a passer, they brought in RG three to go out and throw that ball at the end of that at the end of that game because they didn't trust him making that throw. So before we start going out here and and, <laughs> and anointing this guy, let's let him build a nice sample size first. I'm not saying that he's not. What people are saying is, I just don't think that we should be saying that right now, and we should wait until he's got some some. He's got a good little history of playing well before we do that. Uh, certainly, we'll see some positive play tomorrow from both sides. Who knows? We'll see. But when we get back, we're going to talk about some of these rumors swirling around a Jalen Ramsey and where he's going to end. Mm-hmm. 
we're back for more overtime. And as you, unless you're sleeping under a rock, living under a lot, or under a rock, must know this already. Jalen Ramsey, after week two, lost to Houston. Verbal altercation, which reportedly turned physical, but yeah, it, it, no it, punches it, thrown. Much to Chris's disappointment. Unfortunately, because I, um, uh, I was, I was, I was. I was wanting to see uh, whether or not Jalen Ramsey could put Marone out with one punch to the chin. Well, it started as a verbal altercation turning into what it is now as Jalen Ramsey requesting a trade. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, it was reported that he was frustrated over the request to play more zone than man coverage. Who knows? I'm sure it was more than just that. Um, But moving forward now, many rumors swirling around with where he will go, where he will end up. Obviously, he requested this trade um, week two. So, um, did play this week, played all 75 defensive snaps um, in their victory over Tennessee. Um, but, I mean, we're getting down to it. We've got to hear something pretty soon, right? You would think so. Um, Adam Schefter from ESPN I love this talked guy. about what it would take in order to acquire Ramsey, and uh, it, it ain't cheap. And it's clear at this point in time that both sides would like to move on from the other. The question is when they could make that happen. Jacksonville is not going to just trade him to make the trade, and it's not going to trade him unless it feels it is getting fair value in return for him. It is talking to other teams. The Jaguars said last night that they have no plans to trade him right now. But that can change in a moment's notice as soon as there's a team to step up and offer what it takes to get the deal done. There were a number of teams disappointed by the fact that they were left on the outside of getting Minka Fitzpatrick and didn't land him for Miami. You'd have to think that maybe one of those teams now maybe decides to step up with Ramsey. The issue here is that you have to compensate the Jacksonville Jaguars and then give Jalen Ramsey a huge new contract extension, whereas Fitzpatrick had time left on his contract. Jalen Ramsey wants to be paid. That's a part of any trade that would happen. When the time comes that Jacksonville has received what it believes is a fair offer, they're going to trade Jalen Ramsey because he wants out, and I think they'd like him out. And here is Therese Paler, uh, who was on the drive earlier this week, talking about uh, what he is reporting in regards to the Chiefs' pursuit of one Jalen Ramsey. I think the Chiefs are going to continue to monitor the quarterback situation. Um, I don't expect a hard push for Ramsey. At this point, the Chiefs have a lot of cap space, but they also have to pay Mahomes, and I think they want to try to get something done with Chris Jones. I think that Ramsey's a player who, based on talent alone and value at his age, is worth two first-round picks as well. We'll see if that's what he ends up getting. If he doesn't get that, it's because teams have concern about his fit in the locker room. It's my, my, it's my understanding that despite the way this thing is twisted and turned for the last seven hours, um, I'm not changing any of that. Like, I think that's all locked in. I think that's where we're at right now. So, basically, this becomes a discussion of, A, is he going to fit with the culture of the team? Because that was one of the things that we had heard earlier in the week as far as, like, maybe the Chiefs not pursuing him is because he's, he's a little bit of a diva. And it's a personality, that's for sure. we know the Chiefs don't really handle divas too well. Obviously, <laughs> look at the Marcus Peters situation where they, they completely bleep that up. And then you look at the situation um, as far as not only how much you're going to have to trade to get him, but also how much you are going to have to spend to keep him. And it becomes the question of 
is it worth it? And I, I mean, I, I would, the idea of having a Jalen Ramsey on the Chiefs <laughs> is pretty damn nice because you, you're, you're a team that's competing for a championship. And the we- biggest weakness on your team right now is your cornerback spot, at least in theory, on paper. At least that will be known. But the question is, is do you want to risk the uh, chemistry that you have on your roster? And do you want to spend all of the assets that you're going to have to? Because, you know, reportedly they're asking for like two first round picks. And they're, you know, he's going to want top cornerback money, which is going to be nasty money. Well over $50 million, probably, what, 30 40 guaranteed. I mean, it, it's going to be nasty. And you still got to pay Patrick Mahomes. You just paid Tyreek Hill. Still got to pay Chris Jones, you know, unless they decide we're not going to bring him back. But I would think that they would they would bring him back. You just paid Frank Clark big-time money. Can you really afford to make this deal? Because I don't know if you really can afford to make this deal. Because at this point, to me, it's I mean, it would be... It, to me, it would be, um, because of how much they are spending, it would be pretty much going well above your budget. And I don't know if you need a Jalen Ramsey. I, 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 it'd be nice to have a Jalen Ramsey. I don't know if you need one. And that's the thing that, that kind of makes me a little antsy about making this deal or not. Like, the idea of having Jalen Ramsey on the Chiefs is great. I don't know how much is, if the cost is going to be worth it, though. I mean, and that's what scares me. Is it a guaranteed Super Bowl championship? No. No. I mean, it's not a guaranteed Super Bowl championship because you do have to worry about, like, the pass rush wasn't good week one. Um, and so you, Frank Clark hasn't really, like, gotten going yet, so you're wondering about that. Uh, you wonder maybe injuries happen offensively. We've already seen that happen with Tyreek Hill. You know, what happens if... Another guy goes. Whatever. Travis Kelsey, you know, he's he's he, he's had some injuries in the Don't past. Don't you speak that? I'm into not saying existence. it's gonna happen. I'm not saying Don't it's gonna happen. Do it. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's possible. I mean, he is approaching 30s, 29, I believe. So, like, it could happen. Listen, I just, for me, I don't know if, and I didn't, I wasn't a fan of the Frank Clark deal because of how much it cost the team. I don't know if he's really worth it to go out there and trade. You know, at least one one, probably two ones, and then you got to pay him top market money for his right. position. Well, let me let me ask you this: the what, the decision of the New England Patriots to release Antonio Brown should that or does that have any effect on the Chiefs trying to obtain Jalen Ramsey? I don't think it is going to have an effect on it. I, I and a lot of people. I, I heard the guys in the drive talking about that yesterday after uh, AB got cut. We'll we'll talk about that later on in the show. Yeah. I got something to say about that, but. Like, they, they talked about that. I don't think it should affect because, like, first off, the Patriots still have a really good receiving core outside of Antonio Brown. Like, they still have Julian Edelman, who won a farce of a Super Bowl MVP, but he's still a guy that is, you know, triple-digit receptions. He's the go-to guy, out, you know, outside of Gronk during in, in recent years for the Patriots, for Tom Brady. And then you got Josh Gordon, who is – might be the biggest wasted talent in NFL history because he spent so many years not playing football because of the NFL's stupid um, marijuana policy. Like, there's a there's a lot. They've got a lot of talent on that team, and they still got Tom Brady. So you still have to worry about what they're what you're going to do there as far as as far as uh, you know how you're going to be able to stop those guys. 
I don't think it would stop you from going after Jalen because he's an elite corner. If you really want Jalen, you're still going to go get him regardless. But it is something like I, I, I still think that the Chiefs are probably considering it, but it's just a matter of is it really worth spending that much to get him and will he ruin your locker room? I think you have to stop and consider it. I think you have to stop and think through mm-hmm. every what if, that if, is this possible? Here's, I mean, they have, I'm sure, ample opportunity to sit down and think through different ways to go about this. I think that it's a it's a must. You have to stop and think about that. But I want to bring you back to the Frank Clark. You said you they they did go out on a limb and spend some money on that, but we. I feel like they needed to do that. They needed to make the statement that we are revealing. Yeah, and I agree with that. The too. Ba- that I agree. Side they of the needed to get him. They needed they to get a to. pass rusher. Like I didn't like the value that they spent on him. I hated that because they traded a one, and then they also I think what did they trade a two, and then they also paid him big money. Like right. that's not an efficient move, but they needed to make that deal. Right, because as we saw last season, this this offense being wildly talented could not outmatch how poor and sub-average their defense was. And so they had to make the difference on the defensive side of the ball. So they ha- they were forced to make that pretty large spend there, if you will, to obtain Frank Clark. Now on the offensive side of the ball, or, or sorry, now thinking about <laughs> Jalen Ramsey, I don't know if they are still in that position where they absolutely have to. Now, do they have to stop and think about it? Yes, absolutely. But I don't know. I'm with you. I don't know if that this is a he's, – he's a bright, shiny thing right now that yeah. is – okay, we have the resources, but I think it's a stop and think about, is it an absolute must? Can we move forward without him? And I think before that this even became an issue, everybody was pretty happy where the team was and where they were going. Here's here's the thing. Like, this kind of harkens me back to the 2015 Kansas City Royals. And what? that year, <laughs> that year they went out and they they made a couple big trades. They obviously went out and they got uh, Ben Zobris from the Oakland Athletics, but they also went, they got Johnny Cueto, and that was the big deal. I remember that day because I was on the air. I was 26 minutes into a show <laughs> when that deal was officially was was officially made. Well, it wasn't officially made, but like the news got out that yeah, right. he's going to he's going to Kansas City. Ken Rosenthal had put it out there, and then I spent the next 90 minutes talking about that trade. Just people were calling in, texting in, and it was huge news. But I said that I said then that the Chiefs, not the Chiefs, but the Royals, they didn't need to make that deal. Mm-hmm. It was insurance. It was comfort. You know, it yeah. like it made you feel good because you're like, okay, you know, we already because they were already the best team in the American League before they made that deal, and they already had the recipe for success before that. Now, there you know had to be some anxiety because their their starting rotation wasn't quite as good as they were the year before because they didn't have James Shields, but they were still really good. And then you go out, you get Johnny Cueto, and like it's peace of mind. And, like, that's what, to me, Jalen Ramsey would be, is he would be a peace of mind get. Because, like, uh, if you look at um, Pro Football Focus and their ratings for the for the Chiefs' top two corners, Bashad Breeland, Kendall Fuller, the only two, the only team that has better better rated corners right now through the first two weeks is, is New England. So I'm not saying this is a, this, this is a season-long thing, We'll obviously see over the next few weeks because they are going to play some good receiving cores and some good quarterbacks. But I, I'm not a hundred percent sold that they need Jalen Ramsey. If this was last year, oh hell yeah, you make that deal. That right, defense was atrocious. Right. Hell, they were you terrible. have to replace the whole. Yes, yeah, exactly you gotta, right. Yeah, you got to do that. 
this year, I'm not but 100% But they, they went out and did that to an extent. I would say that yeah. they did a pretty decent job on that. So Sean Breeland is an upgrade from Steven Nelson, who happens to start for the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> they paid but, him a lot of money to suck. So really quickly, I know we're headed to break here in a second, but thinking yeah. about this from Jalen's perspective, where does Jalen Ramsey want to go? Chiefs. To play, for, play Chiefs. with Patrick You're just Mahomes. saying that. Chiefs. He wants to win. He said he wants to win. He said he wants to bleeping win. Who wouldn't want to play with Patrick Mahomes? Exactly. He said he wants to bleeping win. If I've been, he also said he wanted to be a Raider. Bleep him. Well, he does. He it's it's one or the other. You're either gonna win (laughs) or you're gonna be a Raider. You ain't gonna do both. (laughs) And I think he wants to win. (laughs) I think he wants to win, and I think he would love to be the Kansas with the Kansas City Chiefs. But they got to pay him, and I don't know if they can pay him. We'll see. Well, that is a very atypical season for Sporting Kansas City, but is it a lost cause? We will address them as we return. Don't go anywhere. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.